Thank you for listening to Liberty Christian Center's podcast. Let's join Pastor Paul Carlson for today's message. All right. God bless the ushers. We've been calling on them, offering communion, passing out stuff. Good job, guys. All right, everybody, you can have the big reveal and look in your packet. You might have guessed what it is already. I got to tell you, my packet fell open in my pocket, and I pulled out a communion cracker, a breath mint, and I finally got the right thing. Anyway, all needful. (laughs) But what we've got here is a seed, okay? And we're beginning a new series today we're calling Seed, or The Seed. And, and, you know, just hold that a minute in your hand. Can you feel the power in that thing? I'm telling you what, there's power in the seed. This power is there, you know. In this particular case, this is a, a lima bean seed, in case you were wondering. A lima bean seed. But if you take this lima bean seed, and I invite you to do it, you go home and you plant it in some dirt, what do you need? Just some dirt. That might be hard to find this time of year, but if you can find some dirt this time of year, you can plant this seed in it, and it'll change. It'll change. It'll begin to change, you know, in the unseen realm first, underneath the earth, but eventually it'll pop up, and, and it'll sprout up, and it'll be a completely different thing than what you see in that little package. And, and here's the deal, is that God's Word is a seed. God's word is a seed. And, and uh, glory to God. You know, I was talking about this in the first service, and, and Dana comes up to me after the service, and she goes, wow, that was like classic stuff, like, an, like vinyl, you know, playing vinyl. I said, Dana, I said, I heard this, that the number one selling electronic gift this year was turntables. People are going back to vinyl. <laughs> I grew up with vinyl. Anyway, um, so this is vinyl. This is basic. This is foundational. And this is exactly where a lot of people miss it. And even people that, that know, you know, better, even, you know, me and other people, we can miss it because we miss the basic. God's kingdom is built on this kind of thinking, seed thinking, seed power. This world that we're living in is created with seed power. Seed put in the proper place, I'll tell you what, it can transform a life. It can change your circumstances. God's word put in your heart can turn your life around. You hearing me today? In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, you know, we, we sort of do a version of this every Sunday when we hold our Bibles up, but I just thought it'd be good to read this scripture. It says, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. You know, the word of God is an incorruptible seed. Now, hmm, I don't know, the first service, I only got up to two verses. But I, what I'm talking about here in, in, in this whole series that we're, we're jumping into today is and will be life-changing for people here. It'll be life-changing. 
You know, what we're all about here at Liberty is, is you know, of course, getting people born again. We're all about that. You know, that's our, our mission. I think that's every believer's mission. But as a church, what our heart is, is to show people how to take the salvation that they have and apply it to their life. There's a lot of Christians. These are people that are thoroughly saved, born again. When Jesus comes or when they die, they're going to heaven in a nanosecond. But a lot of Christians, and all of us can struggle with this from time to time, a lot of Christians live defeated lives here on the earth, yet they have the greater one living in them. Yet they have this so great salvation that they've, they've, they've become partakers with, but yet they're living defeated lives here on the earth. And here's the number one thing that I'm going to tell you today is, is, is this power there is in planting the seed of God's word in your heart. Whatever you're going through, this will change it. This will change it. Okay, me, you know, I, I, I go back to me a lot of times or else Dana, but, uh, you know, because I, I, I'm a good example of, of, you know, my life living here on the earth and, 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 and how it's worked for me. But when I got born again back in the 70s, I, 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 I was just a lost puppy and I came to church and I got this meeting and I got born again. And, and, you know, I, I didn't look any different than anybody else probably, but I was radically changed on the inside. And I remember some people got a hold of me and, and began to tell me the importance of planting the seed of God's word in my heart. And I remember, you know, just going on a quest. I would daily just spend time in the word. And to me, that was the power that broke addictions that I had in my life. I mean, people get addicted in this day and age to all kinds of things. People get addicted to their cell phones. People get addicted to food. People get addicted to pornography. People get addicted to drugs. People get addicted to, to, to smoking cigarettes, whatever. I'm telling you what, the power of God's word, the power of the seed of God's word planted in your heart can change everything can change everything. You know, some people are battling depression. You know, I alluded to this when we were doing communion today that I remember I'm not a real depressed person. I don't normally have to deal with it. But the thing about me is I am human. Okay? Do you guys know that? I'm a human being, you know? <laughs> and, and I've had times where depression has tried to come on me. And I remember one time, it was back in, in, probably would have been in the early 90s. That was the last, no, maybe, <laughs> it was one time. And I remember I got up and there was nothing really wrong with life. You know, nothing that I could put a finger on. But I woke up one day and I just felt like, ugh, you know. Someone pulled a sock over my head and it was used. You know, that's what it felt like. And, and I didn't want to face the world. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to do anything that I was supposed to do, but I went to work. You know, I, I got myself up and I went. And I remember just even sometimes thinking, well, if I do that, it'll break it. But I just got there and it just felt, ugh, yuck, yuck, you know? So I remember it was my, you know, I had a break time. 
and I remember on my break time, I just went into a, a, a secluded place where nobody would, would interrupt me. And I remember I just got my Bible out. And I began to talk to God about his word. And I went to that scripture that we read this morning in communion in Colossians, where it says that he's delivered us from the power of darkness. And I remember I just kind of poured over that word, you know. It was one that I'd read, you know, many times before. But I just sat there with God and I talked to him about it. And I remember I just rose up on the inside and I commanded the depression to go from my life. How did you do that, Pastor Paul? Well, I just said, depression, go from my life in Jesus' name. But I did that because there was something sparked in me from the word. And I remember I walked out of the, the room I was in that day and I went back to my, my activities you know, at work. And I'm telling you what, that was just broken over my life. So I'm not giving you a magic wand today, but what I'm telling you is there's power in the seed of God's word. People turn to other things when they're depressed. People go to all kinds of, of stimulants and things, but I'm telling you this, you go to God's word and he'll set you in a high place and he'll keep you there. He'll keep you there. I'm, I mean, you know, again, just coming out, you know, in the 70s, getting born again, I was just like, there was my freedom to dig into the word. I, I was talking to Vern Norton, again, my old buddy, you know, and Vern actually went to school to, to, you know, I don't know what the official title is, but it's to help people with addictions. And he's like certified and stuff. And he, he started freedom groups in a couple different churches that, you know, you guys would know if I mentioned names. And, and uh, he, he said, Paul, he says, you know what? That's where the freedom's at for anybody dealing with addictions. It's getting the word in them to, in sufficient measure. He said, he told me, he said, I went down to Norval Hayes' ministry years ago. Does anybody know who Norval Hayes is? Norval Hayes, you know, he used to come to my school. And he was a businessman, still, still is. But he, he got a hold of the word, and he, he got moving in some full gospel businessman circles back in the day, and he was a pretty respected preacher, and, and he was widely known as someone who, who would, would bring, you know, deli bring deliverance to people and, and express you know, the freedom in Christ. And you know, Let me just say it this way. He was known for casting devils out of people. Okay? Can I just say that? He was known for casting devils out of people. So Vern says, I went down to Norval Hayes' ministry just to, to check out how he operated. And he, he's out of Tennessee, Cleveland, Tennessee. He said, I went down there, and he says, what they'd do is they'd take people and they'd, that were coming with problems, and he said, I'd just spend, they'd spend time with them just going over the word, getting them to confess the word, getting them to speak the word. You see, because when the word is received in sufficient measures, it'll break anything the devil's tried to do in your life. It'll set you free. I mean, the devil will tell you there's no hope. The devil will tell you, oh, forget it. You're one of those that it isn't going to work for. But the seed of God's word works in everybody. Everybody. I don't care where you're born. I don't care what country you live in. I don't care, you know, you know if you flunked out of third grade. The seed of God's word will work in you. It'll work in you no matter what you're facing. You know, maybe you're facing a, a pile of debt. Maybe you're facing sickness. Maybe you're facing, you know, like I talked about depression. Or maybe you feel like you don't fit in. Maybe you don't know what your purpose is in life. I'm telling you what, the seed of God's word planted in the soil of your heart will break the power of the devil. It'll change you. It'll change you from the inside out. You know, I talk about change a lot. 
Some people get afraid of change because some people's idea of change is them trying harder. That's not what I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about you having to sweat it out and try so hard that maybe this will work. I'm talking about the power of the seed of God's Word in your heart. I tell you, letting it grow in you will break anything the devil's got on you. It'll break it. Now, I'm going to go back to my homeschool days. Now, I wasn't homeschooled, but we had kids that, you know, our kids did all kinds of stuff. We had our kids in public school for, you know, a short time. In fact, you know, that was our first intention with our kids is when our kids were old enough, Dane and I went around and interviewed principals because it was open enrollment where we lived. And we checked out a few, and there were some really nice people that we met. But as we did that, in our hearts, we knew that wasn't the way we were supposed to go with our kids. So we, we for a season, we homeschooled, and... and uh, uh, my notes coming up tell me I'm almost done. Anyway. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, so we homeschooled, and, and we, we did private school. We did uh, Christian school. You know, for a lot of years we did that, and, and we did public as well. And you say, which one is the best? Well, what we did is every year we prayed and asked God what we were supposed to do. And, you know, every one of them had their benefits, and everyone had their challenges. But in those homeschool years, there was a season where I was the science teacher. And truthfully, I always wanted the big lab coat, but I never did get that. Thought it looked pretty cool. But in any case, one of the experiments that we did with the kids was exactly what we gave you the tools to do today. Is we took and we planted some seed and we watched the progression of that seed. And the honest truth is we bought lima bean seeds when we did this experiment with the kids. Same thing you got. And, and when we were going to do this experiment, um, the, the, the plan was this, is that you take an egg carton and you fill it with dirt and you put a you know, seed in every one of the containers and then through time, you, you, know, you water them, put them in the sun, and then every few days you'd take one of these out and you'd break away the dirt and you'd look at the progression, Okay. So we, we went out and we found these lima bean seeds and we put them on top of the microwave in our kitchen at that time. And I can't tell you exactly how much time passed, but weeks, maybe a month, we did nothing with those seeds because I wasn't ready to yet, okay? Now, in those weeks, maybe a month, maybe, maybe more, do you know what happened to those seeds? Absolutely nothing. The pack of seeds sat on the microwave. I might have taken them off a couple times and dusted them just to make sure they were clean. Or Dana for sure would have done that. You know that's right, Don, right? And, and, uh, but, you know, you open that pack up and you looked at them and they looked exactly the way they did when we purchased them. Now, the thought could have come to me to say, hey, we've had these seeds for some, a considerable amount of time, yet not one of them has sprouted yet. And I might have gone back to the garden place that we bought them and tried to tell that to a person, and they would have looked at me like I was some kind of a nut. What are you talking about, bud? You've had a, seed, a pack of seeds sitting on your microwave for a month, and they haven't sprouted yet. What are you thinking of? Well, hey, I grew up in the city. I don't know nothing. I've been learning, though. 
But, but you know what I did notice this is eventually we did plant them in this egg carton with, that was full of dirt. We planted one, you know, 12 seeds, one in each of the containers there. And what I did notice is that the first time, the first, you know, after I think it was a few days, we, we opened one up and started to look at it, that, that even after a few days, that that seed had begun to change when it was in the dirt. You know, it wasn't dramatic, but there was like a sprout that had come out of it. And, 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 and it was all happening. And the other thing I noticed is this, is that before I dug that seed out of the dirt, you couldn't tell that anything had happened. It just looked normal on the surface. But when I started digging below the surface and getting into that unseen realm, I found that there were things happening that I wasn't aware of. And the other, th the other three things I noticed, one, it didn't happen until I planted. Two, as soon as I planted it, something happened below the surface. And three, the thing I noticed is that once every, this was true with every one of the seeds that we did, as soon as I took them out of the earth and brushed all the dirt off them, they quit growing. Nothing else changed after that. You guys think I'm a genius farmer now, don't you? <laughs> well, this is the truth with God's word, too. You know what? I, I, I grew up with Bible. I always had a Bible at home. I didn't carry it with me or anything, but, but even before I was a Christian, I remember I had a Bible that sat on top of the TV in my apartment. And even, even with some of the friends I had back then, they'd come over, they'd say, whose Bible is that? I'd say, it's mine. You know, didn't read it, but it was there. Felt secure with it there. And, and uh, you know, for the word to do you any good, it's got to get planted in your heart. It's got to get on the inside of you. How do you get it in you? Well, one way you get it in it is, is, is take a verse and, and, and read it out loud. Read it out loud. I had one this morning I was reading. It was Romans 8.2. Romans 8.2, and I was reading it, sitting there on my chair, in my chair, drinking coffee, reading my verse, and I said, it says, The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. And I remember I read that verse under my breath this morning. I don't think Dana could hear me, but I heard me. God heard me. I got done reading. I says, the law of life is working in me. I just started thinking about what that verse implied. I said, the law of life is working in me, and it set me free from all the power of the devil, from the power of sin and death. Addictions, they can't hold themselves on me. Sickness, it can't hold on me, because life is working in me. And I put my Bible down and went about my day. Could you do that? Could you do that every day for a while? Could you plant the word in your heart? Let's go, Sherry, we're going to do it. And, 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 man, and water it day by day. How do you water it? Same way you plant it. Start speaking it over your life. Declare it. Declare it. I'm telling you what, it makes a difference. It changes. And again, the, the third thing I'd noticed in the science experiment was that, that as soon as I took the, the seed out of the dirt, no matter how good it had been doing, even when it was a champion seed just shooting up all over, when I took it out of the dirt, it stopped growing. You got to let some things stay on the inside of you. You know, there's things in the world that will try to get that out of the earth. It'll try to get it out of your heart. But you got to guard the seed. You know the one thing that God told Adam in the garden, the very first thing he told him? Well, I guess he told him to be fruitful and multiply. But he told him to guard the garden. You know, you have a garden. It's in your heart. And you got to guard it. Because there's a thief out there that'll try to come and steal the seed from you. 
People get all in a tiz, you know, they read the parable of the sower, sowing the seed, and, you know, we know that in that story that Jesus told, he said the word was the seed, and it fell on three different types of, uh, three different types of ground, and, 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 well, things happened, and, you know, when the end of it all, it said, you know, this, that, that this ground, you know, they gave it up, and this one produced 30, the, the good one, 30, 60, and 100 fold, and people say, well, I want to be good ground, I wish I was good ground. The truth of this story is, and we'll read it in the weeks to come, the truth of it is, is this. You choose what kind of ground you're going to be. God's word is an incorruptible seed. And when it's planted in your heart, it will produce. You need to tend the seed. You need to keep it in the ground. Don't take it out and examine it and say, well, why isn't this working? I don't get it. I get it now. Let the seed do its work. This is a really tough series to preach because there's so much to preach about it. I'm pulled in 50 different ways. You know, I'm getting up here and, you know, and just God's going to get across what he needs to to us today in this, this weeks ahead too. One other verse I'm going to read this morning is in Luke chapter 1, verse 37. This is a, a, a quote from Mary. You know, it's around the birth of Christ Christmas, Christmas verse, how's that? But in, in the King James, New King James Version of Luke 137, this is what it says. It says, with God, nothing will be impossible. Isn't that amazing? With God, nothing. What's facing you today? You know that with God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be. Sometimes people get overwhelmed and people get hopeless. I'm telling you, with God, nothing will be impossible. Let me read you another version. It says in Luke 137, in the Living Bible, it says, Every promise from God shall surely come true. Every promise from God shall surely come true. Then here's my favorite one. This is the American Standard Bible. The American Standard Bible in Luke 137, it says this, For no word from God shall be void of power. Wow. You need freedom today? Are the things that need to change in your life, in your family, I'm telling you what, get the word working in your heart, in your life. Get the word working. You know, what seed do I plant? Well, peruse the Bible and see what stands out to you. Okay? Because there's, there's words, I'm telling you what, when it's come to healing, I've always just gone back and I've got healing scriptures that are all listed and everything. You know how it is today. I've always had, though, a page, you know, a bunch of pages full of healing scriptures that I could go to. But run down the track and see which one, you know, hits you. Which one is right? And then stand on that word. Stand on that word. Declare that word over your life. Let me give you a quote from F.F. Bosworth. Does anybody know who that is? Bosworth is the guy who wrote this book called Christ the Healer. Okay, and it's a classic. Classic, it's like, it's like vinyl. It's really good. And, and uh, Bosworth said this. He said, you cannot reap a harvest where no seed has been sown. You cannot reap a harvest where no seed has been sown. Isn't that, isn't that like deep? <laughs> you can't reap a harvest where no seed has been sown. You need healing in your life today? Well, I'd say this. Get, some, get yourself some scriptures, some word that talk about healing. You know, feed on them. Plant them on the inside of you. You need deliverance today? 
Hey, I gave you one. Colossians 1.13. That's a tremendous one. Maybe there's another one that God speaks to you. But grab onto that. Grab onto that and let it be your banner. Let it be the declaration of your lips. Hold it in your heart and protect it. It'll bring the freedom you're looking for. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to Liberty Christian Center's podcast. To partner with this ministry or for any additional information, please visit libertychristiancenter.org.